Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 230 for April 8th, 2020. Gotcha! This week's top Patreon supporters are Lakeside Woodcrafter, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta, Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, uh, Jim Bashirs, Paul Jackman, the boys over at Maybe I've Said Too Much, Creator Nader, Wesley Treat, Rob Ray, Darren Mattis, Kling Spore, Isotunes, Tim Holliner, and Gangi and Pop Pop Makerspace. What, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what are we, what are we working on apart from, uh, pulling off the biggest prank ever? In podcast history, or at least that's we're right. working Ever our podcast in the history. history of the internet. <laughs> yeah, there's no one has ever pulled a prank on the internet before us. That's right. Ever. Oh Everything else has been truthful God. and nailed it. Nothing yeah. but net. Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> I, I I enjoyed that maybe more than I should admit. <laughs> I, well, I, I think we all did. Well, no, actually, Phil, you didn't enjoy it as much. You were concerned that that some people were going to be a little upset or, or or hurt, right? I mean, you were concerned for people. Yeah. Tim and I, on the other hand, laughed and laughed and laughed Tim, and laughed. Tim is way meaner than I, you know, that you would think. Right. Like he's got yeah. this whole like, uh, like nice guy sort of Boy Scout image. But peace he's love. Mean. Yeah, peace love. It's not well, peace love. It's, it's, it's all uh, the long poke no. war something. I don't know. No, yeah, it's, it's like it's, my it's a long con. Get your it's own. a long con. You know, I mean, like we did a long con for the podcast. I mean, this is like a four yeah. year long con. It was all working up the last episode. <laughs> Yeah. Now I can Tim take Sway. the mask that could off. Be, that could be the title of your first book, Tim Sway, The Long Con. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what we learned from our, our experiment last week in, yeah. uh, in doing an April Fool's prank on our podcast is that, well, we I mean, it was kind of perfect timing for us because of how the world is so crazy and everybody's saying, oh, I guess April Fool's is canceled. It kind of set us up to be successful with it. We went for The Long Con to not re- reveal it until the very, very, very end of the podcast. And what we learned is that most of you don't listen to the very, very, very end of the podcast. <laughs> I'd like to know what point they actually do drop off because I'd wager that it's, you know, earlier than the very end. Yeah, so. yeah. Although, in, so, hold on, in our audience defense, I would like to say that a lot, and I do mean, and we, we, we got a lot of responses, by the way, but a lot of the responses that we did get were people that just started listening and then messaged us, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe yeah. you guys are... Yeah. And so we had to kind of ignore that and wait for them to finish. And then yeah. if they didn't get back right, within part. an hour or yeah. so, we had to like, you know, hey, hello, did you listen to the end? But but most everybody, it was like, oh my gosh, it was. I just started listening. I don't even know if I can finish this. This is sad. Blah 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 blah. And then it was an hour later. You jerks. I hate you. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. favorite was uh was uh, Maker by Proxy. Robert Kelly was was like real time texting me. <laughs> His emotional responses, yeah. <laughs> through the podcast. And so I just kept ignoring him. I kept reading him and I was laughing. And I just kept waiting until he finally got to the last one where it's like, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. And the, and the other thing that we, we learned is that as, as much as we, we love and value our patrons, we know that many of you are not actually listening to the pre-show, which is your patron-earned right. 
because we hatched the whole scheme in the pre-show. And so if you are a patron of our podcast and you listen to the pre-show, you would have known that was coming. You would have heard us come up with the idea in real time, crack each other up, like, and then plan it out and execute it and then try to not make each other laugh through the podcast because just minutes before we had just come right, with this no. up and then we're saying like well when we started talking about this months ago <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it was, all, it was a lot of ad-libbing secret. I will say we did a good job with yeah. the ad-lib throughout that whole podcast because yeah. it was it was literally yeah. just minutes before and then we had to we so this is what this is something of the insight that you can glean by becoming a patron um, yeah. is how good we are at actually not knowing what we're doing yeah, we're huge liars but um, here's, here's something else that you should know we plan absolutely nothing months in advance. Oh. Months in advance is way too in advance. Oh, yeah. We are literally planning it like about 13 minutes in advance. Yeah. And we don't even know what day we're recording. Like, I mean, we're, yeah. we're pretty consistent, but we're every week we're like, tonight? What time? <laughs> yeah. It's been Monday for a good while. Yeah, well, now that you don't travel, it's been pretty consistent yeah. Yeah. on Monday. Yeah. 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 And now that I'm not allowed to leave my house. Right, now that none of us can travel, what else yeah. we got to do? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Might as well do a podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Might I as know. well. No, or, or quit doing one because that's the other logical thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would anyone have thought that? Like, all right, I don't have any more time. Yeah. yeah. All right. the kids are in bed, I got time. Well, that, that, that's the funniest thing, too, is in fact a couple of people said that. So we didn't fool a couple of people. A couple of people called... Or at least I got oh, a couple sure. texts that called us out. So you guys are so full of it. And then they listened to the yeah. NC. I told you you were full of it. But saying that, you started off saying that, you know, due to time restrictions, you guys just don't have the time anymore to do the podcast. And yet the entire world has got plenty of time right now. So I don't remember saying I don't have time. I don't think that was my reason. No, I, it was one of mine. I think, we talked I think about I said the, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we I, talked about the time. But what's also uh, interesting, you know, Phil just said a minute ago that he has plenty of time once the kids are in bed. And if you join our Patreon right now, you could find out in the the Patreon pre-show that we just recorded minutes ago what Phil actually does in that spare time. Hey, 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 easy, narc. It's legal. Easy, narc. Sort (laughs) of. It's legal in in Canada, not in Gilead. Well, which mean, is where what is legal really which is where john right? is john made it right Gilead. no that's where you are bro <laughs> oh, that's where i am yeah. and and bill right on you didn't okay. see uh, the handmaid's tale or no. read the book no, no I not. that's huge mistake huge mistake uh casey huge. wants to huge. um but yeah. we gotta wait so until good. yeah we gotta wait because i don't want to pay for it right now <laughs> it's gonna eventually be we pay for enough. It'll be free on some, some one of the platforms that we we have. So what's it on? I don't remember what I saw it on. It was on Hulu, wasn't it? Oh, you don't have Hulu, Bill? No, um, no, it's not. It's not on Hulu. It's on. Um, I don't know. Maybe it is. I think it. I think it was because I think I had the option to watch. Her. I yeah. think Maddie was watching it, um, mm-hmm. but I just never. I haven't gotten to it yet. But she, no. we what, both. What, really, oh, I, I have to do this if I want to go actually back into the house from the garage. Um, Casey made me promise to say that when she first heard about us doing the April Fool's joke, she thought it was a very bad idea. She thinks that we are, um, we made a huge mistake, and she wants everybody that's listening to know that she was not a part of that at all. Classic Casey. So something she would say. Yeah. 
Uh, Gwen, on the other hand, thought it was friggin' hilarious. <laughs> yeah. My wife thought it was funny, too. <laughs> Lauren said, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She said, you um, guys are idiots, but that's funny. <laughs> I still hate your podcast and hate your friends, but it was yeah. funny. <laughs> I've never, you've done how many episodes? 230, Lauren. Um, how many have you listened to? I think I listened to half of the first one, is what she says to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember at one point, Gwen was listening, like, every episode. Oh, she still does. So was Casey. Casey and I both would listen to it yeah. every night, or every episode, and then not anymore. Now that's over. Yeah. She Gwen, doesn't listen no more. Yeah, no, Gwen, Gwen still listens to them. She falls behind sometimes because she doesn't, um, like, especially now, she's not driving as much, so she kind of, you know, listens in the car most of yeah. the time. But, um, but, yeah, no, she still listens to them all. She definitely listened to the April Fool's one. She congratulated us on doing such a good job because she knew you know when it was coming you know right. I was the you know right. but um, I can't believe it. I can't figure out if she's just very supportive or she wants to make sure you're staying out of trouble yes because <laughs> I know Gwen so I there's no evil bone in that woman's body so I can't figure it out no, but she knows me, and she knows I'm a jackalope, so she does have to keep right. an eye on me. <laughs> right. That's what I figured it was. <laughs> Speaking of podcasts, apparently we don't do them anymore because we haven't even gotten into ours yet. So do you? Oh wanna... yeah, yeah. What uh, what are we what are we working on there? Let's go with uh, let's go with Billy Boy. What's going on over there? You know, I uh, um, uh, I I'm not actually this week. I didn't. I did do some yard work, and I did clean the inside of my truck because it was just time to do that. I was going to wash the outside of my truck. And I decided that would be silly because I knew that some wet weather was coming, and it did. In the, we had quite the quite the bad weather. Um, I organized the back bedroom, but yeah, I did not actually. Uh, I started on the ukulele, but I did not work on it this last week. I just didn't. Hmm. I didn't feel like I had we to. Should... So no we should have gone with you last. We yeah, no expectations. Should, yeah, I know. You should have gone last. Yeah, you yeah. should have should have gone last. Yeah. Um, you know what? Everyone forget what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have him go last again anyway. And, and then you can lead in the topic when we get there. Great. Right, right. Just just here, men in black, flash. Right. Um, Tim, what about you? Uh, I have been doing lots of stuff. So the, the electric pipa is basically done, but the artist that I made it for, she wants to get the metal powder coated. She just wants to make sure it's like consistent. So she's like this is like a lifelong dream of hers this instrument in a lot of ways and she wants it to be perfect and she's she's not gigging anytime soon so she ain't in a rush to get it so it's gonna have to sit for a while while she picks out the powder coating she wants she's, she wants to actually get samples so she can look at them in the light because you know how that stuff is in the light it looks different she's thinking about stage lights and stuff you know the, vi the visual aspect of their performance is a big thing um so that's gonna sit for a while and so i'm like well i got this one instrument video i was planning on putting out that i it's going to be a while before I can put it out because I don't want to put the video out of the build until it's done and she's right. playing it. You know what I mean? Because I want people to hear it. But um, so I put out a little video of, of just this like kind of breakout of the welding aspect of it and the, some of the foibles that we went on through that, um, which is fun to do because I, I had this 21-year-old kid that lives in my neighborhood. Uh, I think I was telling him, talking about it on the podcast a few weeks mm -hmm. ago. You know, he, he tigged it for me. Um, so that was cool. Uh, the fish are done. I just finished those up today that I was making for the Children's Museum. Um, I've got another two custom guitars I'm working on right now slowly. Uh, I did manage to get uh, the, on the guitar truck that I'm building. I got the tailgate framed out, which is really fun. Um, I was putting up Instagram stories of it moving because I have a winch on the roof that, that just hooks to the center of it and then it lowers it down. 
Um, and so it's basically just a big steel cage that I made out of one inch steel or one and a half inch uh, steel tubing. It's got angle iron that goes around that seams up into the body and I'm gonna have a gasket in there. Um, and so then you just, you push the button and the, uh, the winch brings it down flat and I have on order, I have some trailer legs that like fold up and they adjust right. the height that right. will get welded yeah, it, onto it, the it's side. It's a drawbridge. Is what we're exactly saying. it's a yeah. drawbridge and then so, so right now you can't walk on it yet because it's just hanging from this cable but um you know once I, once the legs come in i weld those onto the side and then they'll they'll spin out you'll, and you can you'll adjust detach the cable and winch it back up to get it out of the way F- exactly so for the show the winch goes back up and then it's just mm-hmm. sitting on four legs so in th- i got four of these legs so in theory i could actually and i might go back in and change the hinges to do this just because it would be cool in theory i could actually pull the hinge pin out and drive away from it um, because oh. I'm not going to have I'm not oh. going to have any weight. Uh, you know, I could just put two legs on and have the weight be on the bumper. But then, people getting in and out of the truck, it would everything would be wobbling. I was like, I need four yeah. legs on this thing, and I get get the weight off the truck. You know, I mean, the whole this thing only weighs two hundred pounds. How much does right the truck now, actually but, move around, though? I can imagine that suspension is pretty intense. Yeah, and that once I, you know, like one of the steps is I haven't taken it to my mechanic yet to go through it. I was going to do all that first and have him comb through it and, and put heavy shocks back there and stuff. But, um, we, you know, then the world shut down. So I'm just, that's just right, right, got right. pushed later on the list. You know, get the truck built first, you know. But uh, it doesn't move around a lot, but it's just, you know, I figured I wanted to. Well, the to idea sure of being was, able to pull away from it is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's and, brilliant. And I wanted to, well, like I said, I really can't yet because I can't access the pins to pull them out uh, of the hinges I have now. Right now, I, I literally have door hinges. Right, right. Off of, like, you know, that are just two door hinges that are on there, but you know, they're not here's quite a, Here's a thought. Right. Hey, dude, check this out. What about uh, mm-hmm. receiver hitch? Putting a receiver hitch on either side of it and then have your hinge mechanism on that so you can actually pull, you know how you would pull the pin off a of receiver hitch? Oh, yeah, hitch? yeah. So instead yeah, of putting that's one not, in the center, put one so on either side. Right. It's not even a hinge. It's just a pole that it's on. Because I was thinking right. of just getting, uh, like, say, one-inch round pipe welding that across the bottom you know and and splitting it in half and then having a pin that goes through you know so it's just like two halves so you just like literally pull out like a th- it'd be a three-quarter inch steel rod right. or something something like that but it doesn't have or to you, be it could be something smaller. you could you could do that like that receiver hitch or you can, might even put it in the middle because if you're going to if you're going to have four legs on it it won't matter so it might be a little yeah it just has to down. hold it still while it goes up and down yeah but who cares yeah. exactly yeah. exactly exactly yeah yeah Make it like I a like great the idea big... of then being able to pull away, and then the side of the truck becomes like a backdrop for this stage. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Right? So I'm, I'm planning. I'm planning on putting. It's going to be like a Disney ride, right? Like you, 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 <laughs> it already you is. Up. Yeah, but you know, it's like because it's you know, if if there's interest, I'm going to have it. It's going to be a one-way traffic pattern. So you queue up and you walk in through the passenger door up front. And then you would walk through the store and you walk out on the stage and then there'll be steps coming off the stage that you'll walk down. And I am planning on putting railings on the stage. Um, and honestly, it's not going to get used as a stage all that much. But I, I like the idea, if I am if I am going to like put it on loan to like the county fair, I like the idea of being able to unbolt it and then, yeah, it'd be cool to pull the truck up behind it. The other thing I want to do is I want to put an awning of some sort on the truck that can go out over the stage or at least partially mm. over the that stage. That would be from or the side pop. if you... Right. If you it could be on the side, side of the truck. Yep. Yeah, it could be. That's, like an RV. Yeah, because I, I was going to put like a small one on the back and just have it go out. Nah, over I it. Think but then I've got yeah, bigger and better. Yeah. 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 There's there's something to that. Um, I, then I would have to have a different staircase coming off the back of the truck and a staircase going up onto the stage. But that's the idea. Is that like you know I'm going to build it. You get and a then step you, stool. I mean, it already has a step coming down. You got the back. 
But you got to think about well, there isn't off the truck now as a bumper. You know, so, yeah, you can't, you're have, talking, you can't have people. Uh, I mean, I've I've already been talking to insurance people and stuff, and it's got to be all like you know ramp. But, what about a ramp? Ramp would be cool. Ramp would be cool. And, and ramp could actually stow like a U-Haul could still underneath the back yeah, of it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I could cut in underneath there and, and slide it out. That's not a bad idea. Pull it out and um, then just hook it up. Boom, you're done. But yeah, that's the kind of that. that's that's the kind of thing with this truck though. Is like I could be building this thing out forever. I mean, the sky's the limit with what we can do with it. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. We're these are all things that yeah. these are all things that that are like I mean, you and just, that's well, that's just, part of the problem too. You just is that listen to Phil and I, and we'll get you done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, also the, turn the blur off your background. Oh, is it still on? I don't know how to do that. Hang on. Um, well, I'll wait till you're talking. I'll try to figure it out. But, um, but yeah, the uh, you know the 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 truck is like I've got a, a basic idea, but I had so many ideas that I was like I had to start pe- peeling them back and peeling them back. Yeah. Like, just just get it done. But then you know once I get it done, I can always all this stuff can get redone and modified. For and, sure. You know, super exciting. And um, I, I guess that's all. I, I ha- oh yeah, the other thing I want to mention real quick was that over the weekend I did the um, ArborTech put on its, its global maker fest on YouTube, and they mm-hmm. had like some of twenty something YouTubers live streaming for two days, like almost all day. Uh, it was like like twelve hours a day for two days, um, and uh, I did two sessions of it. Uh, one by myself, where I just did like a Q and A, and one with Vance where we actually did some power carving and stuff, and it was awesome. It was so much fun. Uh, I I was a little nervous about doing it for technical reasons as well as just that I was afraid it wouldn't be good and it wouldn't be enjoyable but I think it really was I think I'm going to do more of it I think oh, I cool. might do more more live streaming I think I might remember the Maker Hive Minds yep. show I might I might try and during this because now it's in this just the time we're in right now it seems like it might be something to do because I can I I can't live stream from the shop at, on my laptop there my internet connection is too weak um, and too crappy, but with my phone, it was not bad. Um, just going over the phone lines, it wasn't bad. And so, I mean, okay. obviously, if I do hours and hours of it, I'm gonna, you know. But we have all this, all these gigabytes of of internet that, or access that we never even use. So I figure I could probably do a half hour a week. You know, you could do a half hour a week. I used to do up. this show, our podcast, from my cell phone when I was on the road sometimes. Yeah. And it would probably do. So let's say I did one hour a week. I did four hours a month, let's say, and that was about eight or ten gig. So figure that. Yeah, that's we have that to spare, I think, because we have like a big family plan with like and like my, right. my in-laws aren't using any of it. You know what I mean? So. Right. Yeah. Is there any cool, uh, yes. future better internet at the shop for any like now that you're growing and expanding, you might start doing live stream. Do you even thought about that or no? Well, the first thing I would do is, you know, I there's there's only so much that I want to invest in a, in a building I don't own. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I, internet you I can could, take with you, though. I mean, yeah. Well, but I have to. I'd have to pay to get the line down to the to the barn. That's the problem. The, like what? so, right now, what I have is what? There's there's Just no, run I some Ethernet a, from where? Wherever it is now. It's. Exactly to the pole up at the up at the top of the hill. That's where I'd have to run it to. Like, so, is there no, are there any houses nearby where your shop is? There's the house on the property that I put a Wi-Fi booster in. No, what I'm saying is, put, if they've already if if the cable if the internet company's already got internet on a pole somewhere out on the road, they don't usually charge you to run the line to your house. If they had to run it like to your location, but if there's already wires in the na- neighborhood, yeah, they they don't usually charge for that. I could be wrong in Connecticut, but 
I could look at because it would be that would be the next step would be to get my own line and not just basically borrow my neighbors and but the other mm-hmm. problem is is that like they've been through both providers in the area and they both are mm-hmm. horrible like and well, I don't know it depends if it's upon they what got, plan they got too and right how old is that doing. story how old is that story that they were What's, both horrible yeah oh, that, these guys this, are improving their stuff all the time last month last month they just changed and it was like we didn't have any access for like none of us did like for like weeks. Hmm. You know, but that whatever. That's a whole. Well, shut story. my mouth then. First thing I would do is get a, more electricity down there. That would be. That's probably more mm. important right now. But um, you know, whatever. It's it is what it is. So. Anyways, get your landlord yeah. on the phone. I want to talk to him. <laughs> well, I, I have been pushing him again about taking over more of the barn, and um, potentially subletting part of it to Joe from Urban Miners because he's always looking for places to store the wood. He's uh. He's, and I'm like, hey, I'm like, how uh, convenient would some, that be for Tim Sweat? Yeah, it saved me the trouble. Where did all my wood go, Tim? I what don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I got You want to help me deliver these 150 dining tables? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But hey, Joe, we're going to cut you half off your rent this month, pal. Yeah. Yeah, the squirrels must be eating it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, very squirrely up in here. Yeah. What okay. about you, Pinsky? Um, okay. So. After the last video that I did where I was doing the HVLP stuff, uh, I painted those uh, those shelves, those Lego shelves that I did for my son, and I did I put up a sort of a makeshift spray booth on top of my workbench, and I framed it all the way around so that it wouldn't the paint wouldn't go anywhere except the workbench. So my workbench was then gray, um, <laughs> and and I was thinking ah, I don't care whatever it's a workbench. Yeah, turns out I do care. So I, uh, I busted out the old belt sander, and I put on some 50 grit onto it, and uh, whoa, and I, and I yeah, I got, pretty, I got pretty abrasive with it. So you got and, a quarter-inch uh, bench top now, huh? That's pretty good. I was floating it, you know, <laughs> so uh, I, did, I did it fast. Actually, the, the belt that was on there was a 50 grit, but it was pretty worn out, and it actually wasn't doing much. Um, but then I put on a new 50 grit, and then, like I said, you have to go super easy with, like, no pressure at all, just keeping the thing from flying away um and then i was able to just sort of skim and got all of the paint off and then i went back with my uh, little palm sander at uh i think 80 grit and then with my orbital at uh, at 120 or 150 150 and then now it's a brand new bench top although there's a lot of gouges in it where there's still some of the gray paint anyways it looks like it looks cool and then i put some blo on it and i'm probably going to put down some polyacrylic because, I, you know, I don't know where this myth comes from that you're not supposed to finish a workbench. Like, I want it to stay nicey-nice a little bit. Who you says don't want it to be slippery. supposed to finish a workbench? Because you don't, you, like Tim's right, you don't want it to be slippery. Like, you don't want, you know what I mean? Like, when you clamp stuff down, you don't want it to move. But I don't think it would. Like, I'm not going to wet you sand this thing I've to had, 800 I've grit. I've had so many different surfaces for a workbench. I mean, from laminate, yeah. like, you know, countertop, from the kitchens. Yeah. Uh, that I don't think that's a real thing. I really don't. I mean, I mean, I've well, maybe heard like it, when you're sanding, you see a lot of guys that have a nice workbench and they throw down like a rubber pad for their sanding because you try yeah. to hold it down and it's moving around. But no, I yeah. ain't gonna slip out if you if you bolt it down. And that's what it I down, thought. Gonna, yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna put down some some uh, some poly on there and it'll be nice. The thing with BLO is it looks really good, but it takes like three or four days to fully cure. Um, and I had some gouges in it, so I filled them with some, some epoxy. Um, and what else did I do? Well, there's something else that I've been working on, but I, I don't want to talk about that until uh, our topic. 
But then I just got a package from Milescraft today that I wiped down with some Lysol before I opened it. Um, but it was some new corner clamps and a, um, what's it called again? You know, the, the jig that puts in all the holes on the side of a, what's it called again? Floating a shelf, jig? like a, yeah, it's a yeah, jig. Yeah, like those little pins. Yeah. Shelf pin jig, yeah. Anyway, so they sent me sent me that. So the next thing that I'm doing is some art cabinets for the kids uh, out of melamine, so I'll be able to use that. And like these corner clamps, I was playing with them before. They look pretty cool, so um, I guess look out for those in the video that I do. Nice. Uh, yeah. So um, I'm going to ignore that Bill talked about what he said he talked about before, and let's <laughs> pretend like he didn't. Bill, what are you working on? Well, you know, Phil... And it just, tell, happens, Bill. it just happens to relate to our topic about great expectations. Um, I'm not working on anything, and that's okay. And that's kind of what... So the reason the reason I brought this up is, is I noticed on a... I think it was I Like to Make Stuff group, one, one of the big groups out there. And somebody was saying, you know, guys, I need some help. You know, I just don't have any motivation to get out in the shop. I haven't felt like a blah, 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 blah. And there's, there's times when we get stuck in a rut. And we've done episodes on that. It's like, you know, hey, I just... I can't... I don't have the motivation to go out in the shop because you're either you're having like writer's block or maker's block um, or you just, you know, you're in a project and you can't get past something, whatever. We talked about that. And then there's ways to, to get back out there and start off with a simple picture frame or make a box, right? And then you can get the creative juices flowing and everything. But what if you don't just want to be making right now? And that's, that's it's okay to do. And I had to mention that to people. There's... We've looked into it a little bit, Casey and I, because we both felt a little bit tired lately, and we're getting extra sleep. Or you know, we don't have kids, so for us, it's like, hey, we got a lot of time to spend together. We're doing some a lot of walking, Danny, um, and working, putzing around the house, doing some making. But even so, we're both kind of tired, and it turns out that you may not have noticed, but the world's under a little bit of stress at the moment, and just that alone can actually be physically tiring for you. So if mm. you don't feel like getting out in the shop, there's no expectation, especially from our community. It's like, it's like, because I found myself sometimes like, man, I, I don't want to go on the shop, but I feel like I have to because somebody expects it of me, right? But nobody really does. It's just yourself. So I, I thought a couple of things we could talk about. One, just reassuring people that it's okay if you don't want to go out in the shop. Go, go make, go make, go make nice with your neighbor. Go make a cake. Go make. Do with what you got in uh, TV's uh, backlog. I don't know, right? You don't have to necessarily uh-huh. get out in the shop. And the other thing is, what else can you do that is kind of like making, but maybe not in the shop? That's that's something I wanted to address too. What can you do to keep busy? That's it's kind of making, but you know, like I don't know. So I thought you guys, because you're the smart ones. I come up with the ideas. You guys fill in all the brilliance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're right about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I think uh, you know this 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 thing where you know you get the pressure to to do because it looks like everybody else is doing is you know as old as time. It's keeping up with the Joneses for the modern age. You know, like uh, it's social media. Everybody's sort of showing the best version of themselves, and uh, and and a lot of people are making really cool stuff, and so it sort of gets shared and people get inspired by it. And maybe they do something too. Um, but there's no actual, there's no actual need to do something if you don't want to. Like there's the, just because people have more time now, there's no all of a sudden requirement. Like oh, I got more time, I better get out there. It doesn't work like that. It's a hobby, and you do it to 
relieve stress, to feel good about yourself, to make yourself happy, but you've got to be in that place to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I happen to be in a position right now where I don't really have any additional time. Um, once the kids go to bed, it's the same two hours that I always have every night, and right. I try to spend time with my wife. Um, I just started getting out into the garage to make some small things. I've been making my uh, my classic phone holders. I, I love making phone holders because you can use scrap wood, right? It doesn't take much wood to make a phone holder, and I always have some cool s- scraps, whether it's old reclaimed or some walnut, I, um, some... Uh, maple. I have some uh, some ebony that I've actually had a little bit of, and so I'm making a couple of cool phone holders. You know what? It's not about like the actual end result. Yes, I will use them, but it's just about being out there and blowing off some steam, and that's that's really the only thing to do right now. Like, have fun, enjoy yourself. There's no pressure, and I think that's the biggest thing to take away from this. There's no pressure. If you want to do, if you don't, don't. You, you know what I used to tell Vance. Oh, I, I still tell him, I guess. Um, and it's not not for necessarily for schoolwork, but for like things that he's like he gets excited about, like if it's like a hobby or a, a game. Is I do it until it's not fun. <laughs> you know, just great freaking advice. Yeah, great advice. If it's, yeah. if it's not fun, don't do it anymore. You know, like and you know, that's like great um, advice because if you if you don't stop when it's not fun, then you're gonna end up resenting it. You're not gonna ever want to do it again, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, there are times with kids where you got to kind of push him a little bit like you know like sometimes like you know he didn't he was excited about signing up for basketball but then he kind of got himself a little psyched out and he didn't want to do it and so there's the the the, the father that's like we'll do it until it's not fun it's like oh it's not fun he should, shouldn't play basketball but then i was like no he, he will have fun it's not that he's not having fun it's that he's got you know feelings about it going into it he's a, and he ended up having fun you know what i mean and like and so sometimes you got to kind of push him with the kids but we're all grown adults you know when you're not having fun and you know yeah. whether you mm-hmm. need to do it or whether it's a, you know whether you don't need to do it, right? Or well, more man. Or, what, or I wouldn't even say need to, like should, right? right? Right. Like we all we all have these expectations of ourselves of what like we know and we, I really should pay the gas bill, you know? Like, right. That's no know? fun. I don't know. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. You know, I'd rather have money in my pocket than theirs, but I really right. should because they'll turn off yeah. the heat. It's that kind of thing, right? It's like you, you don't. There is no ought to. You don't. You don't should need to to do this. Have fun. I mean, so like, I'd love to hear like from you guys. Like, never mind the needing to make money, Tim. Um, let's just pretend like we're all in the same arena here. What are some of those like small, fun little things that you like to do just for you, just to kick it around? You know, I like. I mean, cleaning is always a good one. I love to clean in the shop. Yeah, there's there's something fun about organizing and sort of um, what do they call knolling, you know, like kind of tucking stuff away. It's that's somewhat enjoyable. I was gonna say that uh, there's two things. I was gonna say what I like an example of this is um, one of the YouTube guitar guys, Texas Toast Guitars or something like that, is trying to put together like a guitar build off thing on YouTube to get everybody to take advantage of this time to build something unique, you know. And so a whole bunch of people I didn't know about this, but a whole bunch of people were messaging me like, "Oh, you should do that. You should do that." And my instant reaction was, oh, that sounds like work. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like okay, I guess, I guess this one's not for me. You know, like, I was like, I got other, you know, things. I have some ideas that I, that I want to do, you know, that I kind of put on the back burner because I got these other things I want to do. It's like, no, it's like, now is not the time for me to do that. That's not fun. For other people that are like, oh, I don't feel like watching Netflix all day. It might be the perfect thing for them, you know. Right. So some, that's the, sometimes you just got to kind of read yourself a little bit. Um, but to answer your question, 
you know, I mean, like, well, today I was working on a, um, my, my wife had this idea that, you know, like at Christmas time, cause I guess she, she read about this somewhere. Like people were putting out lights. Um, there's a lot of communities are doing things like that. There's like people having car parades and, and, you know, yes. just doing things to kind of lift spirits and, and, um, someone like put out all their Christmas lights, you know? And so Gwen was like, let's put out some lights because she noticed like, you know, nobody's coming home at night. Everybody's like, our whole neighborhood's like black. It, it, nobody even bothers turning their outside lights on anymore because nobody's right, going right. anywhere, you know? Everything's shut down at six. And and um, so she, my wife had a great idea. She said, why don't we put out some lights? And so we were talking about some ideas. And, and um, you know, we wanted to put something that was uplifting and, and uh, you know, positive out there to just add some light to the night. And so I was working on that today a little bit. That's some holocore doors. I'm making a... My my wife's original idea was to make a um, just a big red heart and just like cut a heart outline because we have like a snowflake we hang on our tree every year for the winter season. We mm-hmm. hang it, we leave it out there for all, all winter really, because it's just nice to have the light and you know. But so she's like, why don't we just do a big red heart? We'll just like cut out a big heart and just put red our red Christmas lights all over it. But I didn't want to do that because I didn't want it to look too like Valentiny. I didn't want it to look like some like leftover Valentine holiday. So uh, and we were thinking about, skull, about like some kind nice of nice skull. That's what we came up with. We came up with a skull with a dagger and a snake. Super friendly Jolly Roger, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we, we didn't want to put anything like, you know, like uh, too, you know, we were looking for something positive. You know, we didn't want to be like, you know, like even like F you COVID-19, you know, nothing like that. We wanted it to be positive. Yeah. So um, we came up with, uh, I, I cut out, I haven't finished yet. It's almost done. I cut out the letters. Uh, they're about two and a half feet tall to spell the word unity. But then the eye, the dot on the eye is like a two and a half foot tall red heart. And I'm going to light it and stuff. And so we're just going to put that cool. on our front lawn. There you go. And that's the, yeah. that's the kind of stuff that, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like, you know what? Yeah, no, I'm busy. Should I be doing this? Yes. Because <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Totally. You should throw that out. Here's what you should do. Um, <laughs> just get rid of that. Uh, what's going around uh, Quebec and Montreal right now is this uh, is a rainbow symbol, and underneath oh, that's cool. it, it says "Ça va, ça va bien aller." It, it, everything will be okay, and so that's like sort I of like branded that. everywhere. All the movie theaters have that out front. All the restaurants have that out front. Basically, everywhere that's black right now has this rainbow and that logo out front. So if yeah, I was get if I was better with do that. if I was better with lights, that'd be really cool to actually do that with the, all the colors of the rainbow right. and lights. Right. You know? Yeah, you should have checked with me first. Somebody somebody, uh, replied to uh, (laughs) something I had. Uh, One of my pictures, uh, I I said something about hope today. The response was uh, hope, and an acronym for it is uh, hold on, pain ends. Right? I I just thought I'd throw that out. I like that. I like that. Sometimes it doesn't, though. Well, yeah, you know, you had, you had those you four burritos, um, that, you know, for lunch. It's probably going to hold on yeah. for a while. Pain's going to last. Yeah. Pain's going to yeah. last. That's sticking around for a while. Yeah. Um, hey, hey so, Bill, you took one picture of a flower that looked a lot like the, the sort of illustration of the COVID-19 spore. Did anybody else comment on that? Yeah. I didn't want to write it, but you had that one flower that had a little nub on it. I'll never guess in a million years the first person who's twisted mind would have noticed that. Um, they sponsor our so podcast. Uh, so someone sponsors our the, podcast with a twist mind. Keith, podcast? I'm going with Keith. It's, it's another podcast that sponsors our podcast. Oh, the yeah. Other, so it's oh, Joel. Joel. No, Mike. Or no, Laffy. Laffy. Mike. Yeah. 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 Classic yeah. Laffy. Yeah. That was actually uh, it's uh, it's rosemary. It's a rosemary bush. Had that crazy flower on it. 
cool. I don't think I'd ever seen the flower on that. Yeah, and yeah. then a, a bottle brush as well kind of has a, a COVID nineteen esque look to it. Oh right, the the little spongy little bottle brush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, that was like one of the things. Like Van, yeah. Vance was saying, like, oh, we can make like a big COVID nineteen sign for the yard. And I was like, nope, that's exactly what we don't want it to. <laughs> you know, I want to do the opposite. I want to do the antithesis of that. You know. Well, well, trying to make make something you know make something out of nothing. Yeah. No, that's, that's not the one. No, it's not a few, that one. few days before that, Phil. Oh, this? That's the bottle brush. A couple more before that. Jeez, a lot of flowers on here. Yeah, well, I'm out and about, which is kind of something. I was oh. Gonna, there you go. This. Yeah. There it is. That's rosemary. Yeah, that but is anyway, pretty um, spory. So to make something out of nothing, right, to t- turn something negative into a positive for reclaimers, what we can do I mentioned that I'm spending a lot of time out and about in the neighborhood because, you know, obviously we're supposed to be staying home unless it's essential. You're not supposed to be out socializing, right? You want to keep that social distancing going on. But they do encourage you to get out of your house, to stay, to go for walks, to get your exercise, to get some air. You know, don't don't be clamped in. So one of the things I'm doing right now is I'm window shopping on the curb, right? Mm. Go out. What does that mean? Well, uh, well, Phil, let me tell you what that means. Do tell. (laughs) So window shopping on the curb is something I like to do. I may not gather it, but I like to go out and, and we talked about it, go on the hunt. Start looking for maybe some materials. You're out walking around, you notice some people set something out on the curb or drive to a, an industrial part of your town right now that's probably pretty quiet as well and see what's out there as far as materials for reclaiming. You don't have to take it, but you can inventory stuff you see and then if you do see something you want, you go out and get it. You know what I mean? It, it, it's kind of see what you can find. Right, we're reclaimers. You got nothing better to do. You don't want to go out in the shop right now, but you can still do something that's related to making and especially reclaiming. Go out window shopping on the curb, right? See what you can hmm. find. Here's an interesting. interesting one. I thought I thought we could talk about this as a topic, but maybe we won't because maybe it's a little depressing. But like, uh. would you go out there and touch stuff right now? It's it's Phil. I mean, and, and yes, that's a good question. And trust me, I, I think I'm on the uh, the more susceptible side of the the, the equation here. Um, it's real easy just to bring a pair of gloves. Just bring a pair of gloves and a can of Lysol in your back pocket if you have to. If you're afraid of that, mm. but um, mm-hmm. I I don't think I I, I certainly don't want to to worry about every single thing. Hi, Gwen. <laughs> Bill said hi. She's, <laughs> she, she's like she's she like all to. business over there. She's hey, just checking her email real quick camera? while we, oh, yeah, doing the camera. What's, what's that? <laughs> you just checking her email quit. Right no, it was just a well, joke. I have, to, <laughs> I have to send an email to a parent, and I can't access. We're recording school. right now, just oh, so you know. Oh, sorry. So this, you're going to hear yourself. No, no, no. No, go ahead. I mean, no, no one's listening. This welcome back tour of the Reclaimed Audio podcast featuring Gwen Sway. I feel like this just goes to reinforce how professional we are. Absolutely. Oh, I, I, we, I mean, we've yeah. proven that time and time again that we are all yeah. about professionalism. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Bill was talking about picking through people's trash. <laughs> <laughs> during, a, during a time when we wanted to be sanitary yeah. extra, extra much yeah. so. Pick through the right. trash. But no, uh, seriously, yeah. if you bring some gloves, bring, bring a can of Lysol, put it in your back pocket... Um, something I you know don't don't worry about that too much and when you get it home clean it let I think if it stays you know if you're worried about it let it sit for a few days it's, I'm, I'm sure that's it's gonna yeah. be fine 
You're right. It's that's it's a good the, point. The, the the latest stuff that's coming out with is that you know if you're out in public, it's really like it's more about the air than the the gloves. Like it's more about if you're in a building. Like outside is basically right. pretty hard to catch it outside unless someone's like sneezing on you. You know what I mean? But if you go pick something up on the curb, it's it's just the regular skeevy stuff you got to worry about more than anything else, you know. Well, but yeah. gloves are always a good idea. Too. If, you're, if you're a little concerned about that, then don't, you know, then then do some um, do some idea shopping then. Go out. I like to go I like to look at structures in nature and stuff just to kind of get ideas for shapes of things I might want to build. Or maybe you see something mm-hmm. that's like, "Hey, I can make one of those" or something like that. I mean, it could be anything. But take the opportunity. You're going to be outside anyway. Go out and look. It's, it's actually take the time to look. Bye, Gwen. <laughs> okay, you got it. You're all set. Okay, we're good. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely a time to rethink how we do things and 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 you know what? Yeah, inspired. And, and and you're like I mean I guess the the kind of the concept of the of the topic is that just because you have all this extra time, it doesn't mean you have to speed that up too. It's like this is sort of like slow down time. You know, right. for everybody except yeah. me and Gwen, it's slow down time. <laughs> well, there's, there's like a lot of these people in America that. right now. But I think there are some people that, like I said, that are that are feeling like they've got time on their hands, and they're supposed to be doing something. It's like <laughs> not. There's no rules at this point. I think we're just you know, you woke huh. up today. All right, there's mm-hmm. first step one. Got your cup of coffee. Step two. Now what do you do? Go. I don't know. Go for a walk. And you know, take and a breather. I think, yeah, I think in our, you know, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that most of our demographic is probably, you know, first world middle class type people, you know, living that that life. And all of us for years and years have been getting busier and busier. Uh, it's just the nature of civilization or whatever the heck you call it that we live in. And uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's OK. to It's OK. I think it's time. I think it's, you know, it's time to take a little break. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to get there. <laughs> yeah. 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 But um So Bill, what would you make? Something small, tiny, not literally. Just to just to putz around. Like what's a fun thing that like if you were done you could throw it out or whatever. You know what I mean? Like not something that was necessary, but just something fun to get the juices going. Um, well, I, I have quite a few options. Um, I have my little itty bitty lathe, so turning some pins is always a great way just to make something right now. I can start to finish in about an hour, right? We love that. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, uh, turning some pens, uh, making a box. I, I love making boxes. I, I think if so, make a box. Here's something I like to do make three different boxes and start from very easy to a little bit more difficult to a little bit more difficult. So the first one, I'm just going to. I'm gonna hand cut some real uneven boards, and I'm gonna just nail nail them together, right, with my little pin nailer. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, so there's this rustic-looking box. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna. The next one, I'm gonna take that same pallet wood, and I'm gonna cut it on the table saw, and I'm gonna sand it down a little bit, and I'm gonna make some overlap joints and glue it up a little bit. Okay, a little bit more refined. Now the next one, I'm gonna run it through my planer. Maybe I'm gonna do some finger joints on it. Maybe I'll put a lid. So you do that. And just challenge yourself to how much more, how much more, uh, what do you call it, refined can you make this this thing? And oftentimes you'll find, and this is something that I, uh, people don't realize too. They think, oh, if I make just a simple box, nobody will like it. You'll look back, and the first or second one that you made is actually the one you like the best. It's like, wow, I like the way that looks, or it inspires you. It's like, well, I like the way this looks, but I, I obviously want to make it a little bit stronger, use a little more glue, maybe you know, round the corners or something, but. That, that, that's something that's fun to do. Start with 
You know, take that pop, I like first that. popsicle stick and glue it up, you know? Boom. I like that a lot. And that, you reminded me of our, our good friend Ragtie um, and how he just oh. – I know he sent you one once. Like, you know, he makes uh, a lot of crosses and stuff, but yep. he just takes an old piece of really weather-beaten reclaimed wood and just makes it beautiful. Yep. Like, he doesn't – he doesn't try to. He doesn't run through a planer. He just like oils it and and just just gives Oil it this like gloss. And and I don't just mean, throwing wax on. Yeah, it, but leaves all of the shape. Yeah, and all of a sudden, all of the this, dimension. It, it looks like a piece of driftwood that somebody actually built with a three D printer because it's so beautiful. Right. It almost looks yeah. plastic. Yeah. Because. Yeah. But it's like, and it's all just natural stuff. It's really, it's a really unique kind of. I'm sure there's a Japanese word for it. You know, oh, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that kind of that sort of meditative process of just taking that something really ugly and just making it as beautiful as you can without changing it. Um, yeah, that's yeah, and, that and might that's be a not something actually. He didn't build anything. He basically just took a piece of board, yeah. and made that board beautiful. And then that's what cut. blew my mind about it when I first started seeing his pictures. I was like, but he didn't. He, he didn't do anything, like but he a, did everything at the same time. Like a, <laughs> he sent me like a small, like a half log, right? So he took a log and he basically yeah. cut it in half longitudinally. So you've got like a, a half arc. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's about a foot and a half, maybe two foot long, and then it looks like he took a Forstner, but and he, he did his magic on it, where he just waxes and polishes and sands it, and just so it still looks like a, a, a log. Then he took like a Forstner bit, and he put like four big size Forstner bit things on it, and then he puts tea lights candles in it. Mm. It's a tea, it's a mm. tea light candle holder. How simple is that? But again, it gets you something simple you can do that you, you might decide you want to batch them out or you might decide that's the finish you want to use on another project or you might you decide you want to make a, a candle holder a, a candle holder of a different size you know that's what I like too is the experimenting with finishes right because like whenever I work on a big project that I that can, either someone has paid for or that I can I just interrupt you just to remind you that one of the topics I wrote down is called stir crazy <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> and oh, it was yeah. supposed to be all about paints and varnishes. I'm wondering if we should ixnay this conversation K until X A. I can't even do it next week. <laughs> no, okay, you, go ahead. You go ahead. You can do it. Just I was just gonna say that, like on on like now would be the time to experiment with finishes because it's inconsequential. It's a small little nothing, versus when it's a big project. I just go back to my right. mainstay. I won't even say what it is, Tim. I'll just maintain that hmm. that sort of secrecy, but. When it's a big project, I just go to what I know. Now is the time to sort of play around with, you know, those, you know, uh, half and half of whatever versus a third, a third, a third of whatever, you know. And mm. I haven't done it in a time. while, but, you know, something is fun. And, and, Tim, you've done this with, with um, stains uh, using tea and herbs and, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, and, and yeah, mustard. acetate. And- uh, but different, like, I've, I've actually tried to see what would motor oil look like on wood, right? Like actual oil just motor oil and what uh it just it turns it it doesn't really darken it like you think it would oh yeah uh, well I, it's kind of like they, it would seep very much huh what's that i said i wouldn't have thought it would seep into the wood very much no it's it's really very thick but i mean what are some things that we can reclaim like tea and things that you know mm. uh to try and make i know for you it would be more eco-friendly you know, I can do an anti-Tim thing. And if, if I have to put on a respirator and get into a Tyvek suit, I can do the anti-Tim stain. 
you know, the more noxious mm-hmm. fumes there are. That, no, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Um, Highly yeah. VOC. Yeah, yeah. No, but I like the the nails that you pull out of the boards, right? You throw them into a tub of vinegar. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that stuff, that iron acetate or whatever it's called. Yep. Yeah, that, I do that a lot. And it's interesting yeah. because it reacts with every wood differently. And some woods, yeah. it works really well with oak. It turns oak black. Um, yeah. But then that. other woods like that have fewer tannins like cedar and stuff, it just kind of makes it look like dirty. <laughs> You know. Yeah. No, no, cedar was okay. It was uh, pine. It tends to not really do a lot for for me. At least I haven't had much luck with it. But then even those batches can be different depending on how much the rust content. And, like I remember, I had made a bunch of jars of it, uh, and like each one had was like a different finish. You know. Huh. Yeah. I wonder how much. I just want to play with bleach. You could bleach. It's wood. not really. Yeah, it's yeah. not really that good for the environment. You can bleach though. wood. It doesn't do a whole lot. It's not, again, like motor oil, you'd think it would just turn it really dark. Bleach does not make it really bright. But what about watering down paint? How far could you water it down and actually still have an effect on your on your, uh, on your, your wood, right? Like, I mean, if you took like a, mm. a teaspoon of paint and a half gallon mm. of water, <laughs> I don't know. But I'm saying how like far homeo- could you keep homeopathic paint. <laughs> yeah. It's very um, holistic. I'm yeah. just going to yeah. will the wood to look different colored. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, there's definitely a lot can be done with mixing paints and with, you know, multiple layers. And actually, one of the guitars I'm working on right now, we're doing it. It's got a theme to it. It's sort of like if the, the someone dropped an H-bomb in the 1950s and now 50 years have passed, kind of like. And so I'm going to do paint on it. But then, it's very eco-friendly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Fallout? Yeah, exactly. That's the that's I didn't know I never heard of the game before, but that's what he that was the inspiration. He sent me some. Okay. He's like right. Fallout. He Fallout one and two. Yeah, Apparently, like that's the, he likes those two universes. I guess they changed, but um, yeah, it's yeah. like four now or something. Yeah, yeah. But so he was like, I specifically like, and so like I saw you know pictures of like uh, Mad Maxed out fifty seven Chevys and you know, and so I was like, oh, I get it. That's cool, you know. But um, right. yeah. So we're doing like I'm gonna put like twenty percent of the guitar is gonna have paint on it, um, and it's gonna be like that sort of fifties blue, you know, kind of like that, you know, that baby blue. So yes, um, yeah, I know yeah, what you mean. yeah. So that's gonna trailer I'm gonna, home get an opportunity blue, to experiment. Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get a chance to experiment with it a little bit on that. You know, kind of layering and chipping and trying to make it look like it's chipped, not just rubbed off. You know, which will be kind of interesting because mm-hmm. it's gonna be a latex paint, which doesn't really chip like like dried out old oil paint does. You know, <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, there's no lead in it. Yeah, won't taste get as the good. Lead out. Exactly, exactly. Um, what about like? I mean, it's basically spring now, right? I think yeah. we're allowed to clean out our shops. Are we not? Like, my wife's been saying we should take everything out of here and hose it, hose it out. And I was like, "Slow your roll. We could do your half. My half <laughs> is just fine, thank you." But uh, but it is definitely a good time to start cleaning up you know the sweeping the what don't we use take a look at that scrap pile can you do something with it no it's just taking up space i know i have a bunch of like shower curtain rods i thought i was going to do something with them don't get me wrong i'm not throwing them out i will find something to do with them but you can release them back into the stream it's okay making an attempt i I mean when would i not use something like that it makes no sense i gotta find something for them it makes like i'm gonna use them so shower curtain, what, the hollow tube, like thin pipe wall? Yeah, the hollow, st- yeah, exactly. 
got a spring in it. You know what? Instead of trying to make something out of them, what could you do to make something that that is useful? Like, um, like if you were welding and you had some, you know, an arc welder, you can you can cut them into small lengths. You can store your welding rods inside of them. You know what I mean? Different different things. Yeah. So I mean, for, a lumber I rack. You your... could make a l- lumber rack I out of it. Like people use like short lengths of conduit, right? Right, as the arms. Like I figured, I could do the yeah. same thing. I don't know. I still have your welder though, so you're not going to do that. <laughs> I, I swear to God, as soon as they lift this nonsense, I actually have to be in New York. I have yeah. to be in NYC for a meeting with a client. I will take the long way through Connecticut. I actually, well, yeah, I guess it's a long way, but I, I used it last week when I was working on my You used truck. my welder? I did. I tagged you in it too, I think. But <laughs> You did. I'm just kidding. Because I, I was, I had to... Like, I wanted to tack weld the tailgate together on the truck to make sure it was all fit, you know? And I yeah. used, um, I was, like, getting ready to drag out my big heavy MIG and the gas tank out. And, and, and I was like, oh, yeah, I have that little, that little lightweight, you know, uh, flux core welder from this fill. And so I prod that out. I blew about two inches of dust off it, fired it up, and it worked great for, I mean, it's still flux core, so it's messy, but it works fantastic. I was able to tack that whole tailgate together enough to pull it off the truck and bring it into my shop in one piece, and it didn't come apart or nothing, you know? Nice. Yeah. So I'm gonna miss it now. He actually <laughs> used the very last bit of life it had in it, but hey, it worked yeah. great while it was working. <laughs> well, when I when I got done with it, I just cut the cord off. I didn't, you know. But whatever. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. He's gonna upcycle that into a guitar strap. Yeah. So make a well, great used, lamp someday. He used half the spool that Jackman gave me. <laughs> <laughs> the spools are cheap. They're cheap. But uh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. What was in there? Was it Harbor Freight or was it a little bit of uh, Lincoln Electric? What was in there? I don't even open it. I don't know. Okay. Just so, curious. Yeah, Just curious no what idea. he left me in there with. Half yeah. a tank of super or half a tank of regular? Yeah. Either way, the price was right, Phil. <laughs> the price was right. Um, yeah. Of course, it'll probably cost you more. for in- the rent. Yeah, oh, that's that's gonna be expensive, but uh, <laughs> yeah. the the drive down will cost you if you were to just drive down just to get it and drive back. It'll probably cost you more in gas and just buy one new anyways. But you don't have them I up agree. there is a the problem. So, well, I mean, we got Mastercraft, we got the Canadian Tire. You can yeah. get a welder here for two hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh no, these are yeah. This is like I think one hundred fifty. With this one, U.S. You know? Yeah. All oh, right. U.S. Right. at one point four five right now. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. But. <laughs> I will get a chance to come by your shop, which I haven't been to. Ever. Say hello. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, I'm busy uh, that no. day, but I'll leave it out front. <laughs> okay, cool. Man. Well, you know what? Even if they live I'll wipe it down with Lysol. You might want to be extra careful. Yeah. Just leave it out front anyway. I wouldn't want to have a contact with a Canadian right now. We didn't shut the Absolutely. borders down for no reason. We shut the borders first. <laughs> so um, you anyway. say. Uh, fun times. Super, super fun times. Um... All right. Where are we at? Oh, good. We're done. Um, let's see here. Uh, iTunes review review. We got some. Now, yeah. we also might want to mention real quick, this might be the time that some of you stop listening. You might want to wait till the very end of this episode, too. Oh, you know what? <laughs> super, super good idea. Let me say at this point right now what I normally say at the end, which is one. Uh, the Patreon thing. For a dollar an episode, you get access to our pre-show, and for ten bucks, you get your name read aloud at the uh, at the top of the show. 
And what's the other thing that I say? You say this is a, uh, the best way to keep these guys on the air. And apparently some of you want us to stay on the air. So if you don't oh, want yeah. a little bit of a last week happening again, for real this time. Yeah, nothing like extortion. I love Hammer's that. down. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, the iTunes reviews, um, any five-star review will be read aloud during our show. So no matter what you say in there, as long as you read, you leave five stars as part of the review, we will read it out loud. We, we've regretted that a few times, but we're still sticking with it. <laughs> many, many times we've regretted it. I don't think we're going to have time to read all of these because we did manage to upset a few people apparently last week. But um, we can get a couple of them in. I'll start um, it off. One sec. I think we have one from the UK that came in right before April 1st. Okay, you do that one then. And then you guys can do the other six. Um, <laughs> this one we'll came just, out. We'll just, do, we'll just do all the ones on April Fool's and then we'll stop there and then we'll... We'll do the ones from after. All right, so there's, there's okay. three. We'll next week. Yeah. All right, so there's three. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yep. Okay. So um, this one, oh, there's four actually. So Thorpey67 wrote, oh, hello yeah, again yeah. from the UK. Um, hello again from the UK. Hello again from England. Since you so kindly keep hassling for five-star reviews, here is a second one for you. Thanks again for all you do for the maker community. So much of what you discuss transcends across all platforms of fabrication, art, and, of course, reclaiming. Although my venture of one man's trash seems to have stalled, this podcast certainly has not. (laughs) He wrote that literally on the 31st of March. And so April 1st, we, of course, said that we were quitting. That's anyways. Forget it. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Um, Um, Here's a five-star great podcast. Keep it going from April 1st by Chef Stan. Uh, In episode 225, I couldn't believe my ears. I think he means 229. Um, I couldn't believe my ears. I figured Phil and Tim were just saying it was over to get rid of Bill. Then I was thinking, wait, Phil doesn't have a job. Tim works on his own time. Never let the man keep you down and all that. And just last week, Bill was talking about working only two days a week. What are these guys talking about not having the time? I was hooked. You had me laughing and almost crying. I didn't want the episode to be over. I was going to miss you guys. Man, you got me good. Great job. Great podcast. I hope you keep it going for at least a few hundred more episodes love you guys signed stan thanks man. <laughs> someone that went through the, the emotional roller coaster and shared yeah, it. I, yeah i got a few private messages from stan uh stan i love you and it was their idea man i'm telling you I, it wasn't me because I, I also got some death threats huh was there one that you missed by the way this did we read out rj hammy ever um, uh it's it's i can read that, that next. that's in my list yeah that's i have that I'll uh, read it. We, we haven't read it yet. First. Let's but see. Uh, I was uh, uh, sure five stars from R.J. Hammy. I was so happy when they said they were going to stop. A little disappointed that they didn't stop. I've listened to everything else. This is fine. <laughs> it's that kind of enthusiastic listenership is what's going to take this podcast to the moon. Oh yeah. Yes. It, it, yeah. That and it's five stars, so we have to read it. So. Right. Right. All right, how about um, uh, the next this, one, Tim, you wanted? Or? I'll get it. This this one actually deserves six stars, it says, but it's only got five stars. But we'll read it anyways, uh, by two versus three. Um, as one who is used to being on the giving end of April's Fool's Pranks, I say, well played, gentlemen. These, uh, these any characters really had me going. As I sat listening at 11 p.m. the night before April 1st to what I thought was the last podcast these goofs would produce, I fell asleep mid-cast after emailing them 
to them about my chagrin at their decision to end it all. Only upon waking up at 4.30 and listening to the end did I realize how badly I had been had. <laughs> grateful, <laughs> grateful that the idiocy continues and that we are Patreons, as should everyone who listens be. Whew. Pop, pop. Oh, it's, this is pop, pop. I, okay. Yeah. P.S. Gangi said she thought she could see tears forming as I listened. That's how convincing this con was. Bravo. <laughs> That's right. We actually got an Emmy nomination for that uh, for that we episode. Did. I remember Pop Pop's email coming in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We want to save the rest for next week, or you want to keep going? I think we should. Let's save gonna, it. Yeah. yeah. Or save, save it. it. Yeah. Totally, I agree or, with Bill. Let's no, save let's, them. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> wait. No, let's not. Let's. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with Bill. Let's let's leave them uh, for next week. Okay, here we go. Let's uh, move on here to uh, weekly tip segment. Ah. I have I have two of them. One of them is kind of a lame one, and one of them is kind of only uh, reaches a few people. Well, <laughs> so you be you, I, boo. I, let's hear it. I'll start with the lame, the one that's maybe lame, but maybe not. But I find this happens a lot on my tools. Like, you know, you get a new tool and you plug it in and you use it and you plug it in and you use it. And then like 30 years later, the plug keeps falling out on you all the time while you're using it. And the very simple fix, of course, is to just push them, bend them out a little bit so they get springy as you plug them back in again. But I don't know if everybody knows that or not. So I thought I'd share that. I was, was okay, well, my sanding I add and my, that? It's usually not that's not the problem. It's what you're plugging it into and out of all the time. That's so what when you plug it into. Well, it's it's, got, yeah, the problem is on the female side, but you can't right. fix that. So you have the only so the way to yes, fix it is to just bend your plugs socket. out a little bit. You can replace the outlet. It's always the female side that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh right, you can. You, guys. Yeah. you can replace the socket, or you can just bend the little thing a little bit, and then that doesn't cost yeah. any money. <laughs> next and you can do it instantly uh and yeah but it's just a reminder that sometimes there's really simple solutions for things like that you know um next one is um so i was doing some cnc work and i was cutting uh this is actually a tip i got from bernie solo from works by solo like years ago and i had mm. never really used it i did something and he saw me do this he said hey try this next time and it's like oh cool and i just hadn't really come up where I need to do it but so I was machining into um, these blocks that I did not have a lot of extra material on usually I give myself you know a little extra material so I have a place to, to screw into or whatever but this stuff is I was cutting the Delrin is very expensive you want to get you know maximize the usage of it and so I had to hold it down and I tried holding it down with just a two-sided tape but that wasn't strong enough for this because these are big heavy blocks um, so what I I remembered Bernie's trick and I, I upped it a little bit his trick was to take the, the material that you want to hold down and run just like a little eight, eighth of an inch slot on your table saw along the bottom of it on all four sides, um, just like just an eighth of an inch deep, about a quarter inch up from the bottom. So then you put it on your wasteboard, you take a big fender washer and stick it in that slot and then run a screw right into your wasteboard and that'll hold it down. Does mm. that make sense? So yep, yeah, just a, a little key, you know what I mean? Um, for like these smaller things, like you know, this, there's they make clamps that work this way, and they, you know, you, you kind of put the pressure from the side, but just a way to hold little things down. You put four of those in. So what I did is I took a, a piece of MDF and I screwed it down on my wasteboard, and I cut a hole the size of the block, about a quarter inch deep, and then I I did the the same trick, and now my my fender washer lined up perfectly with the MDF. So it wasn't like bending the fender washer to hold it in place. And I also had that block I had cut and it was perfectly the same size as the the square that I wanted to put in. So it was a tight fit, like CNC tight, and then just two washers, one on either side, and that block isn't going anywhere. 
works really hmm. well. Interesting. I wonder mm. if uh, using a um, a biscuit joiner instead of running it through the table saw would work. That oh would yeah, you could, slots. you could. You could absolutely do that. You could put a little a little biscuit joiner slot. I mean, obviously the downside to that is if your finished product can't have that that line in it. You know what I mean? But right. But so, but a lot of times, what you could do is because again, we're talking about smaller parts. Um, I like the idea of a biscuit joiner. I like the idea of maybe just doing it in the corners on the biscuit joiner with the biscuit joiner. Yeah. So just then you could just round the corners of the block, depending on what your finished product is. With this particular case, if I had to get rid of those lines when I was done, I could actually just cut that bottom quarter inch right off of the block. You know what I mean? So instead of having your right. excess wood be on the sides, it's on the bottom now. You know what I mean? You could run it through a planer or sand it down or whatever. But it's just a little right. trick that, to, you know, holding stuff down on machines, whether it's a CNC or a bridge port or whatever, is half the battle in some cases. So was this know, on the CNC out. or a bridge port? This was on the CNC. Why didn't you just super glue it? on a bridge port. It wasn't, it it wasn't didn't strong hold, enough. It wasn't strong enough. Super glue wouldn't have held it? No, I, I did the super glue two sided tape thing, and uh, but I still had it, it pulled it up. No, I mean literally super glue the piece to the wasteboard. Oh, and without using tape, well, I could do that, but it'd be a lot more cleanup, you know. And I'm still not sure if it would work, you know. I bet it would, and then all you'd have to do is take a, probably uh, uh, like a scraper and just one pop up, 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 and pop it back off. Yeah, and then and wreck my wasteboard that's level. Yeah, oh, you guys in your level. Here we go again. Yeah. yeah. Run straight. Cam track. clamps, by the way. You gotta get some cam clamps. You have you have the ones that with yours that I gave you, right? The two Those aren't cam clamps. No, those, those are aren't cam sort clamps. Of those are, yeah. yeah. Cam clamps but are cam the, clamps would that are like lower than the material you're using and they yeah. just sort of tighten up on all sides and then they sort of pinch the material onto the onto the right. wasteboard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm one of these days I'm one of these days I'm gonna like I have some ideas for like making like a you know a better hold down system, but like I like I nowadays I just screw into the MDF and it's kind of fine. Yeah, that's know? what but, I always do. Yeah, but um, I've had some ideas. Thing that you can't mess with, right? Oh no, I leveled the MDF before I. You know, you, yeah. you screw a hole into it, it doesn't change the level, and I use my square available at timsway.net slash square. <laughs> all that, all this was to, just the lead up for him to be. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. This, another long con by Sway. Yeah, yeah four years in, um, but then I just use my square and I just scrape the, the like because you know a little bit of MDF comes up. You know, I just yeah. sh- 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 scrape it. it. Takes two seconds. I feel you. Well, so those my two those excellent tips. A lot of just the tip, yeah. Um, we did the uh, weekly tip. What grabbed your attention, Bill? Have you had any time to watch any YouTube videos? You know what? I haven't. But let me tell you what I have had time for. Number one, since we were talking about uh, Gangi's amazing Pop Pop's amazing uh, review, of course, I uh, he's another one that that threatened us, me personally, uh, halfway through about you guys can't quit. Anyway. Um, so I read his, because his initial, if, if you guys remember his initial, he, I think he emailed us or he messaged us like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad, I can't believe this, blah, 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 blah. Well, I read that to Casey. I said, honey, listen, this is, this, people actually do like us. And I read, and it was very, it was thought out. And I said, this is from Gengi and Pop Pop. She's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, Gengi and Pop Pop. She's like, do you know where that comes from? I'm like, yeah, this is our friends up in Washington, Oregon, up north. And, and she said, no, those names come from the grandparents on Arrested Development, a show I've never watched. I said, oh, uh, oh, yeah. I said, yeah. okay. So I, I 
uh, I he also uh, e- we so we've been emailing back and forth, and I mentioned that that hey, Casey says that's the same name. Apparently, that is where they got that name from. So, Gangi Pop Up, we love you, and the fact that you stole the really cool names. Next time, maybe get your yeah, own. Uh, so hey, Bill, so you should funny. watch that show. That I show know. was Casey's very, been trying to get very me to watch funny. that for years. She says it's amazing. So the other thing that caught my attention. Um, uh, Paul Desmond, I believe, posted online this uh, puzzle where it's got like three witches holding brooms, and then it's this number, that number. Can you figure out the equation? Yes, I saw that. Yeah, it's been going around. Yeah. So I, I, I figured it out after a few tries, and that's fine. Then, so sometimes I get to interact online with people. I started with Tim, right, a hero of mine that that all of a sudden now I have a podcast with. Well, one of the guys that I always thought was amazing is Lainey Shaughnessy. Laney's oh, yeah, like yeah. one of the OGs of the YouTube world. I remember he made this octagonal table once, and it was only like 54 videos to, to watch him. But it's like you sit in somebody's class. When you watch Laney's video, you sit in somebody's class who you admire and respect and you really do learn from. So I love Laney, and I've met him before, and it's just like, wow, Laney Shaughnessy. Well, yeah, the smartest guy in the world couldn't figure out the stupid puzzle. So I helped Laney Shaughnessy figure out why he was screwing up on No, I can't. This is it's thirty two. No, it's not. And here's why. And I schooled Laney Shaughnessy. So that made my day. That caught my attention. <laughs> that was awesome. Nothing like taking your heroes down a peg. Am I right, right Bill? That's what I'm just saying. I was actually thinking of another thing is about what what some of a clock is always right twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> wow zing uh, you know potato wow. potato whatever yeah 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 broken clock as I was right towards that okay yeah. um for me I wanted to mention the Arbitech event that we, you know there's all these live streams and if you go they probably left the links up but it's just basically like search Arbitech make events there's all sorts of great interesting stuff that happened from that event so I would highly I know it's like watching a live stream after it's not live isn't as exciting but but you might want to skip around and, and see some stuff uh, and I wanted to thank Arbitech for putting that on I thought that was great um, for other YouTube stuff that really I watched a, a little bit of that like I was making them and then I was jumping in and out watching them and, and stuff so that was basically all I've watched on YouTube but I wanted to mention something I've been watching on so, uh, my stolen access to uh, a, a premium Amazon <laughs> <laughs> account uh, is um uh, the man in the high castle did you ever watch that one yes I'm wait- i think i think the uh the latest season just came out so that's on our queue well um yeah Nazi? season well, f- the four seasons i think so uh, yeah i think the fourth one just yeah came i'm out. in season four right now yeah i don't i didn't know because it was all there when i started it's, watching it's it, awesome you know, right yeah so the, the premise of the show is that it's it's this alternate universe where the nazis had won the war and in Japan, and it's um, and it takes place in the '60s, and it's interesting because it's like you see these things from our universe, you know, today and comparisons. But what I love about it is the imagery of the machines and the airplanes and all this stuff. Like how if if the Germans were the people that were then continuing to develop rockets and televisions and phones and stuff into the future, how it would have looked. You know, it's it's really interesting. It's um, it's a it's a well put together show. Yeah. Um, you know, touches on a lot of you know interesting, you know, social things. Um, but it's also just like exciting and fun, like an adventure action show too. You know. Yeah. I'm glad you found that. Yeah. So, that's that's a good one. Okay, yeah, I like I'll have to it. Check that and, out. And the 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 guy that plays the Rice Marshal, um, 
what's his name? He's like he always plays bad guys. Like he's just awesome. I, I can't remember. It's Rufus Sewell, I think his name is. He's yeah. just awesome. Hmm. Um, I've been watching uh, Matthias Wandel's back catalog. I don't know, oh I wow! Just find like I fell down the rabbit hole, and I just love his stuff, and uh, and so I've just been watching that. But I don't know if you guys noticed. But over the last, I don't know how long, our, um, and this is just for Bill and Tim, really. This is more inside baseball. But uh, it's been a lot of stuttering with our connection. But today it was just None. super smooth. Yeah. So what I did was is I switched from wireless to a power line Ethernet connection to my router upstairs. So it's kind of too hard to run a wire directly from the router to my computer here in the basement. So instead of wireless, there's these two adapters. They plug into the wall, and each one then gets a wire from that wall wart to your computer and then the router upstairs, and it uses the wiring of your house as a, as a network cable. Oh, so, so, this one, so it was indeed you, and you're trying to blame me. I mean, it probably was you too, but uh, in this case, not so much. But uh, <laughs> I guess it was me. I don't know. Anyway, so I, I, that I would that just like to point right out, up. Phil, that um, – when, when my internet used to be crappy, you scolded yeah. me and told me I should run a direct line from the cable box instead of you doing wireless. So I had to actually do what you said yeah. you didn't want to do. I ran a, a yeah. Ethernet cable all the way to the to the modem. And I, I took the time and effort to make that happen. And you just now did that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fun times. Um, anyways, I did it. So and it worked great. So that's I'm super happy about that. Because there's no real reason why wireless shouldn't be like really stable right now. But I guess it's going from my top floor all the way down to the basement. There's a lot in between. But this power line thing is working great. So I'm super happy about that. Way to go. Good job. Uh, yeah, you didn't so stutter at all. Hard, 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 hardly at all. Yeah. You got Max Headroom <laughs> over here. Um, that's a joke from the 80s. Uh, where it's are we at now? Show. Okay. We're running uh, our websites, williamlutz.com, timsway.net, and newperspectivemusic.com. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. We love hearing from you guys. Info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com or hit us up on Twitter at reclaimedaudio. iTunes reviews. I said it before. I'll say it again. You leave a five-star review, we will read it. doesn't matter what it says. And patreon.com slash reclaimedaudio, the uh, best way to keep these three jokers leaving you pranks and on the air year in year out so thanks for putting up with our nonsense last week and thanks for listening to this week's episode and uh, have a great week bye everybody be good (laughs) (laughs) well you were not gonna say it i was gonna say april fools again (laughs) it didn't make sense i got i got confused okay all right but i'm bummed i'm done